What is up, fellow humans and mutants alike? My name is Kyle. I am with Danny, and we are going back to X-Men. Remember the Children of the Vault, folks? That's where we're heading. We're going to see some children, and we're going to see them in a vault. It's going to be great and fantastic. How, how else? Not when you phrase it like that. Sorry, I, I sold that the worst way imaginable. There's like, I took a great issue and I, I turned it into a TPS report. Fuck. This is like, this is like the, the Epstein side mission. Oh, uh, no. Oh, no. No, no, oh. no. Oh, no. Fun ball with children. <laughs> You can't spin that. There's no spin on that. There's a no Dude. spin zone with that one. Yeah. It's unspinable. Can't do nothing with that. Um, but children and vault. Yeah. Great issue. Yeah. Yeah. There's children. There's some vaults. It happens. Things happen. Um, but yes, as you remember, in issue 14? Was it 14? I forget. I uh, assume it might have been further back than that. It might have even been. been yeah. Uh, way for like nine or something. This was a long time nine. ago because... It was early on in Dawn where they popped in there, and then Cyclops was like, oh my goodness, they've been gone for like, what, four months now? Is what they said it was equivalent? Or no, something stupid, like 500 years? Yeah. Something it insane ridiculous. to the point where he was like, whoops. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> so that was way early on, and now we're finishing up on this, which is, this is one of the tragic outcomes here of uh, Sword of X. Because this amazing storyline concept here got sidelined in one of the most brutal ways that you almost feel like this was so late in the game, like too little too late. I wish they would have pushed this out earlier. It would have helped the progression into Sword of X to be a little more tangible because this issue alone didn't hurt any of that. It's all within, isolated within this issue. They're inside. They're not dealing with any of the outside stuff. So this being autonomous could have been played out earlier on, but sort of X kind of just pulled the mainstay and took the limelight out of this. Or the wind out of its sails, to say. We had to pad the X uh, chronology with, you know, Cosmar's feelings and Rain's psycho uh, kind of uh, sporadic, like, craziness that she's she's doing right now. Yeah, her her weird, was it uh, PTSD mama drama? <laughs> PTSD mama drama. There you go. I like that. Yeah. Uh, where's my baby? Where's, where's, my... where's my non-existent half-god mutant baby? Half-god mutant baby. Half yeah. Asga- he's, it's a half-mutant, half-Asgardian, technically, right? Because yeah. it's like an Asgardian god, right? Asgardian wolf uh, god, I believe. Because, uh, yeah, him, Himurari, which is... The, the which by the way if you're into like rain and Himarari and the side story congratulations you're a furry uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah there's definitely some stuff in that that is very fantastic but uh yeah his dad is Fenris right which is the the wolf god but not in the way that you would think as like a giant and boating like almost dire no. wolf-esque creature no we're talking like you get the uh, fanfic. Yeah, that fanfic <laughs> looking like a chesticles with the hair. Like, uh, like yeah. they went on like like uh, like is it DeviantArt? DeviantArt, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they commissioned someone. I commissioned someone to do this comic, and this is what we got. This they is, and this is what you get. This is what you get. Some wolf, uh, a little bit of wolf, wolf play, pup play. Is, uh-huh. is that what they call it? Pup play. <laughs> <laughs> 
look it up look it up folks um but yes x-men issue number 18 the cover art done by francis U and sunny go looking great even though the cross hatching on the face is still not my 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 favorite great great uh cover great composition i like everything about it it does give you like a, a very forward and like beginning sense it's like we pick up right up this actually, you know what, does kind of strike me as like a better cover than most of the covers because this one really sets up the story. We're yeah. literally seeing them. This is one of those things where we look at the cover and we're like, this could be right, this picking up from right here. This could be the beginning of the story. Where most of the other covers are completely off, usually the mark. <laughs> they usually like, here's some crazy stuff going on with these characters. This is, you could say this is allegorical at best. But in reality, it's got problems, and it's a weird cover, but it might look cool. And here you go. But this one doesn't look too bad. Like you said, cross-hatching is a bit all over the place. But it picks up right where they left off, and that's what I liked about this issue from the get-go. Yeah. Because they didn't skip a beat. They jumped right into it. Exactly. I dig it. And we have uh, Mahmoud Esrar back uh, doing the pencils again. He did it yep. uh, ish last issue. I believe, or one yes. of the previous Yes, yeah, I think, and uh, Go is also doing the color back then. Yeah, he's too, doing the color. The color this time as well. Yeah. Uh, I dig it. I dig it. It's yeah. cool seeing uh, use color on something that isn't as so ridiculously cross-hatched, where I could see a lot of the color. But yes. Um, yeah. So, um, shall we get into this? Shall we see what's going on inside of the vaults? Let's see what Hitman can unravel this time. (laughs) Yeah. Is he unraveling anything, or is he just going to vomit? I think he's going to unravel. I got a good unravel in this one. I felt like, at least in in general. We'll see. They they picked up the story again. They definitely did. We got a little bit of a a character uh, development in this. We moved forward finally on something that got sidelined for so long. Yes. But yeah, let's get into it. Let's get into this. So we go to the vault in South America. And we get, throughout this entire issue, it was told from the perspective of, of Sink. Sink? I always don't know if it's Sink or Sitch. Sinch? Sinch? Sinch, I think. I don't I know. want to say Sinch. Uh, or Sink, I guess it makes Sink, sense Sink. if it's, yeah, because, he's Sinking with the powers. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I always thought it was, but I don't know. Yeah. They, they threw on that uh, H and it threw me off. They do the, the X-Men spelling where it's like not obviously phonetically to that, but they're trying to aim for it, and they just mispronounce it because they're like, look, we're edgy. There's an X where something else should be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's uh, frustrating. It's frustrating. Yeah. Um, but yeah, inside this uh, vault, he's kind of like uh, narrating this whole thing, and uh, yeah. he's kind of just talking about... Uh, he starts off kind of like talking about him and how his team, him and uh, Wolverine and uh, Darwin, got into the vault successfully without detection. And he's kind of setting up like well, them kind of uh, entering the vault and what to expect. And that's what we kind of get. They enter the vault and they look out and uh, they see this kind of Tron like city inside the vault, just kind of, they're peering out to that, um, which is interesting. I don't know yeah. where the sunlight is coming from 
in this vault, but there is some type of artificial sunlight. It's all being told as like a, it's it's a journal log too because it's like his right. mental journal is how he narrates it, and this is literally day one of the log. That's right. the best part about this, like going from straight from the cover into then it was boom day one. This is this is what the vault is for and easy and fuck it's Tron. It's Tron and fuck. This is gonna be uh hard pretty much. And he even says that he's just like, uh this is this is gonna this is gonna be a tough one for us type of situation. But uh yeah. So they uh as they enter they're kind of uh they they kind of inspect, right? So both sink cinch sink and uh Darwin do this uh do their uh do their thing, right? They do this, they kind of, uh, they, they morph and they kind of use their senses to, uh, scout and detect. Um, and I think, uh, Sink is, uh, he's picking up sounds, I think, right? He's looking and he's, he's not hearing he's, too many sounds. He's signature, so it's, this is like weird because, because Darwin's evolutionary powers usually are reactionary to his survival. Right. But it seems like he's somehow able to push it to kind of just... Like, I don't know. I guess. He's I guess you. On it. You, you could almost convince your survival instincts if you're honed it well enough to say like, I don't know what's going on. I'm like fearful for my chance to eat, sleep, or live or whatever here in this environment. So maybe that's what causes his body to evolve some sort of reactionary sense, almost in the akin way to like an insect man. How would they I evolve to? That. Yeah, I, like trying to to know their surroundings because he uses infrared. They could yeah. sense because it's a massive city. They say, oh, maybe there's fucking millions like 500 million people here possibly and and they're trying to figure it out but upon looking at it and sink pulling off of his powers he's able to determine just with breaking it down no the heat signatures are too spread out like there's not there's not 500 million people here there's way less but they have a massive structure but it's a hollow city essentially at least when it comes to a populace but it is weird they're kind of like a, a unified recon special force team almost like because they it, it's interesting how they their powers play off of each other, but they both kind of know how to work independent. Or they all three know how to work independently, even with yes. the similar blend of powers. And that's the cool part. It's like a real task force. Yeah, it really works. This team really does work well together. As you got uh, Laura is kind of the enforcer of the team, but but and she the also too because she's like the tar- she's aware. She's she's like security. She's not letting her guard down yeah she has strong senses as well no yeah. different um and then we got darwin and sing kind of uh doing their thing uh just kind of scouting the environment and using it to their to their advantages going back to darwin though, that is interesting though but if you think about even like not even go back to insects but thinking about like humans right just think about like anxiety because like anxiety is like this trigger that uh that essentially tells your system to run right now, pretty much. But, like, even if you're just, like, in class or something, it's like a weird genetic offshoot I, you, you know. that you're kind of, like, um, you're kind of, uh, you, you're kind of, like, aware of this system kind of situation where you, where you, 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 you notice that, like, anxiety causes this thing so you could, like, in a terms kind of uh, reduce the anxiety by doing that. I feel like Darwin's uh-huh. kind of doing a similar thing here where he's just like, I could, I, it's, it's reactionary, but like I could, I could kind of trigger my system into this state that reacts to it type of thing. 
That makes perfect sense, tying back to our like primordial senses building over time as we grow and evolve into some sort of creature that needs to survive in such a harsh environment. But he's doing it at this speed that's like at at, it, at such a rate you couldn't even imagine yeah. in real time. That's the cool part. And since it's just Matthew can just piggyback right on it, then, or I mean Everett can piggyback right on it, then uh, he can just pull any sort of uh, little trick he wants into his repertoire and use his knowledge to kind of decipher what Darwin's picking up. So he's really like a human testing rod? Or a mutant testing rod? <laughs> we'll just put Darwin in it, see what happens. He's like, oh my gosh. <laughs> my skin's starting purple. My what skin. does that mean? Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, um, I like... The city, you could get some of those meters where you could literally just point them at something and it tries to figure out what type of gas or chemical compound is in the makeup of it or the structure and the materials. Just types of machines that can read out by just looking at it with a laser or light or a camera or multiple of them working together. Right. But Darwin does that manifest in a physical form. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. I, I want to see I'm, more of this. Yeah, powers like that are fun. That's the kind of mutant powers I like. Yeah, we're going to see it in action a little bit later. Yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, uh, Cinch is just uh, narrating everyone's kind of powers and growth. And he talks about uh, Wolverine as this uh, kind of her survival instincts and how she's kind of prickly. And then he just stares at her. He just stares at her. And he's still talking to himself. And he's just like, how do I feel about that? And then Wolverine kind of looks back at him and he's just like, what are you looking at? And snicks out her claws. Just like, she's annoyed because he's just staring like an idiot right now as he's narrating his life. <laughs> yeah, it's really unnatural, but in the reality, he, he's it breaking works. her down. He feels it all. Yeah. And we get a little more touch on this because it's not just that his powers are to replicate the people around him and just his proximity at his will when he focuses mm -hmm. it's something deeper that's growing within him just from being around them and almost feeding off of them as like a positive feedback loop. yes and that starts to be really intriguing as a matter of fact yeah. i think that's the next part that we are going to right now yes so yeah. they kind of head off into an elevator and they decide to take an elevator that's made by the children of the vault which why would you I don't know. That's Ballsy. a bad... Ballsy, Ballsy right? Move. Like Ballsy move, just like, right? They didn't even want to, like, you know what? Let's just fucking dive into it. I like that. I like that. Don't fuck around. Like, <laughs> like Hickman's not even going to pull a punch here. Hickman's like, okay. We're just going to send him in. Mm -hmm. Strategic with it. Let's just see what happens when we interact with them, and we'll take it from there. Well, this, yeah, I dig it. I dig They're it. leaning into the suicide mission aspect of this, like, really cavalier-like, and I, I dig it. It seems like they're just yeah they're 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 willing to sacrifice anything and everything, um, but yeah that's as they're going down. Uh, Sink is just uh, like he's talking about how his powers kind of make him a redundancy, like a backup, right? Which is like this extra surveillance, and uh, he's hoping that uh, that they'll be out of there here within a day or a week tops. Um, yeah, and, and here's luck to that, but. Uh, that's that's hilarious. That's hilarious. Was it? I, someone was making a joke about maybe getting back in time for dinner earlier, even. Right. Well, so I guess not a, for his even time. like off the get go, he was just like, "Hey, look, there's not that many people in this city. Then we're not dealing billions. Maybe we'll be back in time for dinner." <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then as they go on, he starts to get a little less optimistic and realize they're getting into something a little more deep. Yes. 
Um, and that's when he mentions, as he goes down, pushes that, slams that button, he, really, he's, he states, the mission begins now. And that's when we cut to a medical report, a post-resurrection analysis of Everett Thomas, a.k.a. Cinch, a.k.a. Sink, I don't know. Someone tell us. Is it phonetically spelled out on, like, a wiki somewhere, maybe? It'd be funny if they did it, like, on the Marvel database, because they're so wonky with their words. Yeah, you'd think, right? Uh, Let's see. No phonetic spelling on the wiki. That is a little frustrating. I'm just going to call you Everett from now on. That's what I was going to do. Solve my problems. Um, So, yeah, uh, this kind of uh, report is talking about uh, kind of uh, uh, we're seeing this uh, increase in uh, his, uh, I guess, his powers, right? Post-resurrection. Specifically, a 4% increase in powers post-resurrection. Referring to the... uh, you know, all the things that went down, it mentions his past a little bit, and it's starting to become obvious that, like, uh, there's, like, some dormant powers that are activating, and it's, is it's, the, we've mentioned this uh, a few times in the past, of this kind of secondary mutation scene in A Few Mutants, right? Mm-hmm. It, it. Almost in a different sense, though. Like it seems like they're they're hinting at that there's some sort of husk-like approach to what a mutant's power sets are, mm-hmm. and upon resurrection, you seem to be able to excel past that. And it almost feels like this four percent increase is measurable in the fact that it almost feels as if his mutant ability no longer functions as an active or passive thing. It is just alive in its own sense, actively seeking out powers around it to connect to and just become in sync with without him even having to focus on it. So that is a big evolutionary step because he doesn't have to put mental prowess into trying to maintain someone else's mutant powers. Just within being in their presence, his body symbiotically tries to connect with it passively in some weird way. Kind of like a hope almost. Yeah. It's like hope summers kind of have that, but in a way stupider sense where it's just like, yeah. Oh, all these mutants within like, you know, the fucking Island of me, I can copy everything at once and become godlike. Then they nerfed her, I think, or I don't know. I lose track yeah. of that. Yeah. But this is kind of cool. She says that this is like a common occurrence that actually is becoming a more notable within most mutants. And that it's, it's actually a part of, the mutants overall design it's not like something that they actually caused but it was already inherent in the mutant dna that's the cool reveal accelerating it it seems like it's insinuating like each each death is like almost like you're actually dying but like so like if you were to die and come back as a newborn it's like you're still evolving so it's like evolutionarily you're kind of uh accelerating it a little bit maybe i don't know well, it also says to surpass their original power levels and even possible native parameters. Like, so weird what they determine as like, oh, these limits of my powers completely just kind of become irrelevant over this mass resurrection time frame. That's interesting because that they start doing the Chimera aspect. So you put the Chimera yeah. aspect on top of that. Then you do the mass resurrection. Hmm. Yeah. And then... <laughs> You can keep pace with the children of the vault. Yeah, think about that. 
There you go. Chimera Darwin, or not Darwin? Well, yeah, Darwin and and uh, Everett into a Chimera. Oh my goodness, Hickson, you genius! Ooh, <laughs> there's a lot of options to work with here. Ooh, I like this. I like. I, I mean, we're never gonna hear from this again for another six months, but. Yeah, fuck. <sighs> I do like this, and I want more of this, and I wish I could get more of this, but damn it. I not. hope we don't get burned like, uh, what was it, Doomsday Clock? Oh, jeez. It took forever tough. on that, and then finally Doomsday Clock ended, and you're like, oh. Well, that, was, <laughs> that was, yeah, disappointing. And, that was um, a long walk for nothing. Yeah, ODC. ODC. Yeah. Uh, and step back in. The Children of the Vault, a highly evolved and highly dangerous superpower group developed via exposure to temporal acceleration, have reappeared. Wolverine, Sink, and Darwin entered to entered the vault to evaluate this threat, knowingly only that time flows differently inside. Everything else remains to be discovered. And uh, we continue, we continue, and uh, we get uh, Darwin kind of narrating, talking about in the center is uh, the the dome, the heart of uh, the dome is the city, and uh, we kind of cut away to this, uh, what is this, what would you say, this Darth Vader chamber? Darth Vader chamber. Yeah, it just, well... I like the head because it reminds me of like a Sigma in like one of the Mega Man X games is like okay. a final boss fight. Because so, yeah. now it's connected. It was like something like that. But then also when she gets kind of hooked up to what is almost like an Iron Man like machine too, mm-hmm. crossed with the Darth Vader chamber, I can take both that. But I mean, they're locking her in because they got some, some data to download. They got that flash drive they got to get off her. Yes. <laughs> it's like under this. And let's see if what we could get out of you because you're just a walkie-talkie storage unit. And this is the uh, same vault they were, uh, same child they were chasing. Do you remember? Does she have a name? I forget. But they were chasing her in issue one of X Men as well as issue. Serafina. You're talking about Serafina. Thank you. She had like a temporal ability, right? Like she had some weird. Yes. I want to say it was some weird time displacement ability. Not. Akin to or to un or not un, well, I guess similar, yeah, to uh, sway, right? Like something like that, where she has, uh, oh, yeah, 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 little, yeah, I can see that, yeah, something like that. I vaguely remember it with her because she kind of got thrown into the plot real quick as like a side note, and then they did the whole children of the vault thing, and then that got lost to real time and space, known mm-hmm. as like sort of X, so yeah, but I think that's what I recall from her. Oh, Sway, you drunk. She's got Sway going. She's got a Sway. Well, what was the other one? Uh, the S- other, uh, sway the she- and someone else was with her. Who was the other? Ch- no, no, no. Well, there's Tara, but who's the other Tara. time, like, like oh. low-key time manipulator? It's the one chick that's doing the whiskey for... Um, oh, temp- Tempest? Tempo? Oh, Temporal. Temp- or temp- Tempest? Yeah. Uh, I forget. Yeah, something like that. Temporal or something. Yeah, but... I think she's kind of like the, tempo. Tempo. Give it, yes. Yes. There yeah. So it's 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 a, akin to that kind of stuff. At least that's what I remember. Yeah. Yeah. I get those vibes from her. But she uh, essentially it's asking to report right, uh, and uh, it, it says the vault welcomes her home, and it it asks her the. I don't. This is where I'm confused. It asks to report. I guess it's downloading, and that's just her download mode. 
Is that what that yeah, is? Yeah, it plugs all these. It, get, it turns into a bit of a hentai for a second there. And yeah. you're just like, whoa. But then they're like downloading all the information. <laughs> and she like, kind of, I like how like the head tilt where it looks like she's just like. Yeah, the little slight. He's like having an aneurysm. Yeah. Uh, but this part was actually really cool because the ridiculous like uh, visuals aside, they kind of assess the situation as if she was like a drone. Like the data they get from her allows them to reassess how they need to approach the outside world. They literally changed their parameters based off of her data gathered from her uh, mission, which was a failure. Yes, yes. So they mentioned that the, the mission was a failure after she downloaded. Um, and then the secondary analysis is that uh, they're recognizing the essentially the. Uh, no, the, the, the non mutant humans. The non-mutant humans, uh, essentially, that they're 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 increasing, like more or less, they're evolving, and they're like, "Yo, we need to keep up with this," kind of more or less. But they they're reassessing them as a threat, though, because oh, yeah, they yeah. get to change the threat level secondary. So originally, then the uh, the non-mutant humans, Homo Superior, which they mentioned here as well, has now been moved to threat level one, essentially threat level midnight. Threat or, level. Is that what it says? Threat level midnight? Is that... No, I, I'm just throwing that in there because that's what I felt, it felt like. It felt like it's like Blackwatch Plaid. Yeah. We're, we're Blackwatch Plaid. Uh... <laughs> Mutants are now no, no, no flatless. Oh, oh but it, man. But that's what they did. Originally, they were having a problem with like uh, what they considered to be like the post-humans, like mm -hmm. as humans were going to evolve into their more uh, superhero-like right. state. Oh, the post-humans. I forgot about yeah. those. But then they reassessed those and threw them away and said, like, no, no, the mutants are out fucking killing it with Krakoa, so they're the biggest threat that we have to now reassess. And he changes up the entire game plan and says, now we're going to reassess for some sort of global update. They're going to update the entire vault just to now deal with the future possibility of the mutant uprising. Yep, yep, yep. So it's time to go into a... Uh, download mode, I guess. I don't know. We're, they're going to update some servers. We're going to put out a couple of patches. Yeah. Um, I've got a new firmware that I wanted to launch. Uh, we're switching over to Linux, too. You're going to love that. Ooh, fun stuff. More yeah, compatibility. Yeah, man. It. Think about that. More user control. <laughs> we're going <laughs> to turn out. The, we're going to turn out the best Vault children you can ever imagine. Uh, chill the vault two or three point It's gonna um, coincide with the website, really. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, great synergy! I love it. Yeah, got to synergize. Jack Donaghy would be proud. He would be. Uh, would be smiles times. <laughs> um, but as it's happening, we get like this uh, cut, this fat cut. The fast cut to uh, these characters. We only see glimpses of these characters as they're as they're saying the their one liners. As they're like, you know, one says like, you know, back back we go, and the others just are like, it's like a trailer you know, almost. Like yeah. you could you could like uh, fucking transition over each one, like with like a fade and just. Like Oh yeah, that's the that's kind of what was going through my mind. Like so, yeah. some like fast cut or some quick fade or something like that as it cycles through each each of these characters. Check out the Vault Avengers. <laughs> we are the children of the vaults. And then the and then the last one showing the uh, weird face of the uh, the uh, like it's like the supreme intelligence, the supreme intelligence face kind of thing. Going yeah, on but it's their it. version because it's just like their supercomputer that kind of runs the show. 
but they but they see the threat. Essentially, they're scanning for a contagion and scan completed. Uh, and subjects have been identified as unknown, uh, but the anomaly has been detected. So yeah, these, they know that they're breached they because have, they, they checked her when she originally plugged in, and they noticed that she was fine. Yeah. She has no type of villain hacked her or is like possessing her. She is who she was when she left. And so what now they, they've determined is that, all right, we're good to go. And then instantly their overall weird in-world sensors now notice that, hey, there's fucking three mutants here. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. So everyone's that go time. Yeah, so we get these uh, Children of the Vault Avengers going into action. Look at those they have no name. action posts. Yeah, they have no name. They literally have no, no name. names. Yeah. It's just, it's just the robot repeats. It's like a fucking some sort of... Uh, some sort of generic sci-fi robot. He's just like, protect the city, protect the city, destroy, destroy. Yeah. <laughs> Freaking dialogue's up in here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Space too, though. Like, yeah. danger, danger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so identified. I just hope that's what it sounds like as they're like, all right, let's do this. Oh, I get whoa. a Drax vibe too of that dude with the jeans on for some a little reason. Bit. No shirt. Yeah, get some drag swipes. The dude with just the vest is weird. He just seems like a random, out of place guy. That's kind of you know what his character design also reminds me of is Gorgon. Gorgon, a little bit. Uh, Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Almost loosely a Gorgon. Yeah. I I only feel like Safina or Sophia. Serafina. Or Serafina. Yeah, Serafina is the only one that really feels the most original. This bottom guy is clearly like Ghost Rider. Right, and yeah. the, the chick kind of reminiscent of like uh, Enchantress. I'm getting like an design. Enchantress vibes, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially the green on blonde like that. But she does have those weird like rocket energy armbands, arm yeah. yeah, rocket arms, uh-huh. and her powers end up being pretty dope. Yeah, um, but they go into action, and uh, as it's happening, we cut to uh, Fireman, just uh, not. Uh, not Ghost Rider, Ghost Rider. Not Ghost Rider, Ghost Rider, yeah. And he, he blasts the door open, and um, it's the elevator, right? So literally, like, the, the elevator that we're like, shoot, man, bold move. It was a bold yeah. move, because they were waiting right there at the elevator. And, yeah, right as he got to the top, he fucking nuked it with his firepower. <laughs> yeah, nuked the shit out he, of he, it. He Johnny stormed it good. Yeah, and uh, not Gorgon. Gorgon is just like, wow, no <laughs> screams. I'm impressed. I like that. And then they uh, died modestly. <laughs> yeah, and they're they're investigating, and that's when Seraphina's is like, oh no, and that that's when the uh, the Wolverine and Darwin and Cinch attack from above, and uh, we get we get uh, Cinch's uh, narration kind of uh, popping back in. Um. And uh, what does he say right here? What is Cinch kind of saying through his mind as they go on this assault? Would you be talking about as he's like narrating and as they're like running down? On oh, this one. Okay, this feels like he's jumping ahead, but this is right. showing more of like a current moment. But it seems like he's kind of trying to break down how time is starting to move to him and looking further of like five years from now. But I mean, it might feel like it happened last week because they're all going to live in the moment. It almost seems like he's speaking in the past tense here. And that's why I'm hard. It's hard to decipher. That's what I was confused about it as well. I'm glad I wasn't the only one that was confused. It felt like he was speaking about this as a past event, but like, yeah, from the time. 
time didn't feel long to them because they lived in every moment. He's like, we were constantly, like, it's like they're constantly fighting to survive. Yeah. And weird, yeah, it was a weird, like, tonal shift. Or not tonal shift, just, uh, I guess, like, t- tense. Shift and it, tense. It does jump on this whole analytical approach about how memories are built off of reinforcements that kind of make them stronger, other reinforcing memories. Mm-hmm. So how you can piggyback memories and make them more meaningful. And he already starts off the the fact that it's like, you remember oh, what's yes. most important to you, but just upon remembering what's most important with you, you can chain things to that to strengthen that memory and make that memory even stronger. It's it's pretty interesting. Well, while they're thrown down with these like not Avenger Avenger people. Yeah, and Wolverine comes down, just slices Seraphina. Like, oh, cleaves her in twain. <laughs> yeah, she's out. Like they've well, like, some twain, but pops her open. Like, at, like some bones and, like... are like ripping out too. Man, it's it's, yeah. it's pretty vicious. Uh, oh yeah, I guess there's bone coming out. Oh my right? goodness, she's exploded her energy. <laughs> yeah, she did. And she's down. She's down. They go into assault mode and uh um let's see as this is happening, we get the uh not uh the, the fire guy kind of uh Johnny storming a cinch and he's kind of taking the attack. And then uh who's doing the water bubble? That's what Oh, the the weird oh, yeah. Drax looking dude. Yeah. And yeah, it, and notice his color changes in in that in that panel too. He mm-hmm. goes like he goes from being pale to like tan. Yeah, and the water even maybe that's because his power is active. I don't know. Maybe or lighting. I don't know. That's uh, interesting. But yeah, he's he's just throwing bubbles. Just throwing and other guys, bubbles. And then and then, the, and then you're getting some torch. So water and fire. It's kind of an interesting like hot cold combo. But I deal it. I I dig it. Yeah. Um, Laura kind of comes in and uh, kind of grabs a hold of uh, Cinch and asks, tells her to heal, heal, heal himself with her powers, kind of to. He just takes a fucking. He just takes a fireball to the face. Yeah, he just took a big ass fireball. <laughs> he's like half like incinerated, third third degree burns and everything. He's he yeah, he's he's well done, extra crispy. But Laura takes a uh, takes a uh, some uh, blades to the face of that uh, of that. Uh, that Knight Rider guy. That Knight Rider looking motherfucker. You and mean I- Michael Kitt? <laughs> yeah, I mean Michael Kitt's a Knight Rider. I don't keep fucking... <laughs> oh, fuck. No, no, the no. Ghost Rider is what Ghost you mean. Ghost Rider, yeah. I see. He does a, yeah, it's so, oh. it's so hard to not see it, but it's a weird... Weird clothes kind of throws it off, too. But she, yeah, throws a blade right into his face, but, I mean, he doesn't really have a real face. It's just a fire skull, so it kind of just seems to go through it abstractly. Mm-hmm. But as... As he's going down, for some reason, <laughs> Everett just walks up to him and grabs his shoulders. <laughs> and Darwin's drowning. This part's great. Just cuts to Darwin and he's just like sitting there like, oh, oh. doesn't look like it's really bothering him too much. He just looks like yeah. a fish a little bit. Yes. He's got the he's got the gills. He's getting he's gills, out. so he's, he's hanging in there. But I like it- his fight's like so muted compared to what's happening. Like, fucking Sink is getting burnt alive and Darwin is sitting there just like... Like hanging out like in a fishbowl. <laughs> he's not doing anything. Like he's just. He's fighting pose though. He's got that. But Maybe he's taking doesn't... a break. It seems like he's taking a break because people like the enemy seems like or seems just... to think he's like taken down. He's got him at least like aggro focused on him so he can help them mitigate the fight for now. That's good. Darwin just take the punches. He's just like, that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna chill. Yeah. The Gorgon dude hasn't done shit, so you guess it's really at this point. Yeah, Darwin's good to just chill around. But Sink shows us something new, though. 
This is this good. is where this fight gets real. Yeah, we get we get the Drax dude and some of these other dudes. They're just looking looking in awe as we cut to uh, Cinch, and he's look at him on look at that fire just blazing on him, and and he's just we get Laura in the back going like I didn't know you could copy anyone's powers except mutants, and he's just like I couldn't. Looks like that's changed, and he just throws some uh, some Johnny Storm powers right at right at uh, all of them, all of them except for the uh, Entrancer's looking one. Yeah, yeah, cooks the the not Gorgon dude and the other yeah, and the Drax dude, no problem. And I guess apparently taking that guy's powers also like finished him off because the fire the Ghost Rider so. dude is done because he he's just out too. Zapped his powers, yeah. Turn him to sin- maybe just melted him away. Was he was? Well, no, he's supposed to copy. It. Well, maybe I guess if he could copy his powers, he could wield it. So maybe he can control the fire in him. I assume oh, that's part of it. Maybe. But yeah, but yeah, that, that team got. I mean, X twenty three did a good job. She killed Seraphina, and she's got a. I, I, if we're right about her power set being time manipulation, that could have been problematic. And I imagine she should have done a better job, but she did get caught off guard. And X twenty three kills quick, so she got KO'd fast, but. Dick coming along and taking it is is fucking perfect. Mm-hmm. And I Google I, I Google translated it. It is sync. Sync? It is sync. That's that's what Google Translate says. It just reads it as that. And I'm like, okay. 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 Yeah, I'll take it. I'll All take right. it. So he synced up with that dude's powers Yay. and then KO'd half the team. There you go. There uh, you go. And uh yeah, and uh, as that's happening, uh they surround this enchantress looking girl. She says, you're going to pay for that. And, uh, that's when, uh, sync notices. He's like, Oh, she's going to blow. She's, she's, she's a why she's a bomb right now. And that's when she, she's like charging up, I guess she's, she's getting ready to explode. And she's just like, like, uh, nitro in that, in that Stanford, like uh, incident that like began the civil war arc and all that. She has like a power Mm. like that, where she's just like builds up energy. And literally just starts to explode. Yeah. Go boom boom. Is that it? Is that all her powers? I feel like there's I'm like a nuclear bomb. I feel like that's <laughs> her like her ultimate her her ultimate power. But what's we didn't see her do anything outside. She led with this. She led, she led with, with this. She this led. Is... She literally led with this. I mean, <laughs> I I don't know if her if she deemed her powers right off the bat not worthy, or maybe because they they took out everyone so quickly. I guess she, or maybe it's just she wanted to overdo it. She because she's angry, she's definitely pissed off. She says this like whole thing about you can't outrun the future, and then it just turns into a bomb. Yeah, uh. and uh, uh, and uh, yeah, so she blows, and uh, as that's happening, we get uh, more kind of uh narration from sync and he's just like we did our best on day one we entered the vault you have no idea what it took to get out so he's still talking like as if he's out of the vault like in kind of a past tense which is interesting yeah mm-hmm. but yeah we get this huge explosion. As, as we end with an explosion engulfing him i love yeah, that just giant destroying the city it looks like too is he dead no obviously not yeah Clearly. Yeah, that's a good. Im- that's probably the the key keystone image right there of the entire. Yeah, it's issue. nice. 
That's some Akira shit right there. That's what I like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sunny Go did a good job with that lighting on that bomb. It's great. <laughs> I dig it. I dig it. But we go to uh, the uh, confidential note about the concept of ner- oh. murder no man. This oh, yeah. Funny. This is juicy. This is a good one. So uh, essentially what goes down is the council is, uh, you know, talking about the concept of the force protocols, which is like with you have these three rules, the top rule being murder, no man. However, the force protocols that were mentioned in X-Force originally uh, allows you to essentially proceed these laws and uh, essentially murder people. You know, if it is deemed necessary. And uh, they're talking about in regards to this kind of uh, this mission, I guess. Uh, they're all like, yeah, it's probably going to be. They're, they're talking like kind of in retrospect, not retrospect, but like as if like, you know, it's going to be lethal. Yeah, pragmatically, yeah. it's going to be lethal. So they're going to return. Yeah. This like, is such a high priority mission. Already what we've seen from this, we have to use all options available on the table. And the fucking X-Force protocols, I like how it's compartmentalized like that. We talked about it earlier. It's fucking brilliant. You can adopt specific people into X-Force at a go just to work off of any big mission. They could, I mean, this is Children of the Vault stuff, but they could use this in in theory in any situation and put together a special X-Force task force ideal for dealing with what that mission is. Just like how we were talking about earlier that their synergy was perfect for this. They were the perfect micro task force to shoehorn into the Vault for the specific task. And giving them the X-Force parameters is kind of cool. Yeah, Just I dig it. Acts with impunity, you have a license to kill. I He's... dig it. Imagine if we had uh, kind of the whole uh, X uh, storyline focused around that. Just this concept alone. Wouldn't that be awesome? And seeing like these random task force teams go out. You know, we still get those books, you know, with any music. That's because we're that, biased. But... We, we enjoy X Force so much. We just want to spin off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want more of this, honestly. It's great. Too, and I fucking love it. Like, I was not expecting it. I was not even, and I like it because it's Hickman writing this. This is mm-hmm. like, because Percy, let's be real. Percy is like a godsend, and I like what he's done with X Force and Wolverine, but. It's nice to see that Hickman is going this kind of crazy route with it, but in his own way, and still kept it unique. Yeah. But it still fits. It fits in the narrative. It's like it bounces off of what Percy's doing really well. I agree. I agree. I like it. I like it. And this is the tease that's going to keep me coming back for the next six months waiting as we get, you know, as we dredge through some, some other stuff that might not hit as well unfortunately is this your favorite subplot right now would you say out of all the subplots going on yes yes i mean it literally started x-men um it also it was just like one of yeah just this whole storyline it it made it gave cinch sync sync Sink and Darwin like screen time, which I yeah. love. Page time, which I I love. I want. I like seeing them and their powers manifest in in creative ways. So uh, I enjoy that. I'm trying to think what else. Yeah, I mean, well, you got the, I would. Uh, I contrast with like the vampire subplot. You know, is kind of what I'm I'm Jonesing for. 
the the vampire one's interesting. I don't know what how what's gonna happen when we return to that. Zeno is kind of now it's kind of become this right. Like, can't you? Don't you get the vibe that like they went hard with that with like a couple issues, mm-hmm. and then they started to pull back to it in kind of an intriguing way, and then it fucking just vanished just like van- a fucking yeah. vampire in the fog disappeared yeah. who knows when that'll come back but yeah we got oh uh, yeah yeah vampires who knows xeno is kind of falling flat as well and who knows when we're gonna see the grandpa no, they're, they're pulling xeno back into x-force i mean well. they're not uh, falling flat the plateauing is and they're not moving forward with them we see them the trees yeah. here and there they seem to be like and like still... rasputin is kind of dipped out like that was a little weird so yeah. the russian subplot is kind of floated yeah, the Russian subplots all over the place. Yeah, this is it. This is definitely the best thread going throughout the X Men comics currently. It's clean, and I I'll also throw the Shi'ar in the running just because I think that one deserves mentioning. But it, with Xandra especially, that I want to see where that goes. Right. But this is clean because it's isolated. It's the reason why I love Twelve Angry Men, and it's the greatest fucking movie ever because so it's it's simple it's complex it's it's simple but it's complexity comes with just like the character development and how the characters play exactly, out exactly exactly that's the meat and potatoes it takes place the meat in and a potatoes room. This. you're not gonna you're not gonna a team a triad a trifecta that you would never expect yeah uh was yeah. peter fonda and, that... peter fonda yes 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 yes, yes. yeah that's yeah. a good one Job, <laughs> Job. <laughs> from fucking Griff's Wrath, yeah. yeah. That that, <laughs> that but like if if you could tell if you told me when I first was discovered each of these characters that they would be put together in this team that would not only work but be like probably one of the most gripping issues in the X Men run, I would be like that sounds so bizarre, and it sounds weird. But don't, all right, I'll give it a try. I don't expect it to do good, and now I'm like, all right, you found it, found something here. You might have struck gold with this universe. <laughs> See how long they can measure it. They yeah. put 500 years. 500 years in here. <laughs> you think that could be, they could do an entire, like, uh, Age of Apocalypse style, like, arc on that. They could like, do what a happened? whole run, yeah. They started procreating these, like, crazy multi-mutant fucking evolutionary unkillable babies that just Ooh. start growing and mutating. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, this is this crazy universe. Uh, let's see it, Marvel. Don't be cowards. Let's see this. <laughs> don't be cowards. Yeah. Come on, you cowards! <laughs> I want to see them repopulate this world with just Laura. <laughs> Turn her into a baby factory. Uh, her can regrow no. and heal it. Yeah, she'll she'll take she'll be able to take it. She's like fighting while pregnant, and this turns into like some weird Japanese like manga where she's like a pregnant oh. warrior. Fighting the whole time. Fighting She's like, I'm, I'm, I'm the only available womb. I have to be pregnant 24-7 and immediately. <laughs> nine months, every nine months, another kid. Yeah, there you go. They'll have a mutant army in no time. Give them, give them about, you know, like, you know, 400 years, but they'll get there. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, all you need is one to reproduce one girl and then 15-ish years and then... You got diversity. Now you got two people. And with the inbreeding would be a problem. Yeah. Fucking Darwin's DNA. Just evolve. Evolve. Darwin's DNA. Yeah. Darwin's DNA would counter react. Oh God. Oh, the mutants, man. You you really want to? You really want to get creative with them and compartmentalize them? I I just say Charles is doing it all. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. 
this is a can of worms Hickman is open and I'll take it. I'll fucking take it. <laughs> I'm excited. Oh, I am excited. Not about the inbreeding, but the uh where where this leads and what, it's, what's gonna it's, happen. It's not the inbreeding, it's it's the implication. <laughs> the implication that you implication. can that one can inbreed, yes. That's what matters. Nothing's gonna happen. No one's gonna get raped. It's the implication. <laughs> that's what I'm just it's just that's all <laughs> you can understand what that means I just do go with it <laughs> just go, 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 no, just, just, it'll be fine it'll be fine don't no need to think about it too much yeah. oh yeah. man oh, and with that note we will end this um, any last notes on X-Men issue number 18 where you think where do you think uh, X-Men will go and disappoint us next? As in, like, what do you think is going to happen next? Because it's clearly not going to be this for another, like, I'll, ten issues. We'll, we'll see you in 2022. That's what I have to say about that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and oh. they did only really get out one last year, didn't they? If you think about it, right? Technically, because, yeah. Yeah, because they, they, they deviated I... to other X-Men stories. Yeah, and then you had the whole X of Swords for yeah. two months or so, months, yeah, they, something like that. So it's very possible February or January first around that time. There you go. We're, re- we're beginning the next multi so. There you go. Plenty of things to come out soon. Uh, we also have what is it? The Way of X. Is that what the new book is coming out in this month? It's coming out this month sometime. Oh, you're talking about uh, the. The uh, Night- Nightcrawler's joint. Yeah, yeah, Nightcrawler's joint. The Nightcrawler joint. That should be coming out, so that's something to look forward to. Um, and, uh, yeah, don't forget about that sweet, sweet Rain and her child storyline. You can't forget about that, Danny. Run away! <laughs> Run away. And that, with that note, uh, that'll do it for us this week. Remember, remember, the robots will kill you. So, um... Um, Danny, help me out here. Evolve to overcome it. Evolve to overcome it. Nice. Well played.